Hi everyone, it's Randy Gallinson, nutritional strategist on the MedChefs team. Today we're going to talk about a big topic. In fact, it's so big that we're going to divide it into two parts. And the topic is consistency, um, which is really one of the most important pieces of lifestyle and habit change. Um, I've worked with clients who have tons of nutritional knowledge. You might even think they're an expert, but in fact, they can't have consistency around that knowledge. And so the needle on their goals does not move. So today I'm really excited. We have a special guest, Michelle Gordon Canning, who has over 22 years of working with people in the medical space. She's been an EMT, a cardiac PA. She's a wellness coach. And uh, I, you know, as I think about it, she's really seen it all from crisis to rehabilitation to uh, prevention. So Michelle, why don't you talk a little bit about your background and your classes and your really fascinating work with your patients? Well, yeah, like you said, I, my experience with working with patients started uh, way back when I was a paramedic um, working um, in the streets and um, it really blew me away how uh, many people were so sick and having so many heart attacks and um, I actually became an expert at saving lives you know I would get to the scene I would shock their heart back to life and um, I would get them get them to the hospital alive and I really felt like a rock star you know yeah but over time I started getting depressed because there was like way more people having heart attacks than I could ever save um, but after about 10 years, I got off the streets and I became a cardiology physician assistant. And at that point, I worked at a big hospital where we were on the receiving end. So we were getting patients coming in from all over for their bypass procedures and stents. And it was really that experience that taught me the enormity of heart disease and um, really got me on the track to working with patients to prevent heart disease. And so at that point, you're still working with people who are already, yes. already really sick. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. the life-saving saving measures are amazing. Stenting is amazing. But wouldn't it be nice if we could get them a lot exactly. sooner? Exactly. So yeah. flash forward to now, I work in a practice where I'm in the office and I'm able to work, you know, you know, right on the front lines with patients, helping them prevent heart disease, diabetes, and other chronic health diseases through um, nutrition and exercise, which are really the cornerstones of health. And so that's sort of where my passion lies these days. Yeah, great. So you teach a, you teach a course, and this is for people who either what have emerging disease or have had some sort of event? Yeah, it's really it's a it's a cardiac risk reduction class and it's for people that have had a heart attack or a stroke or people that have multiple risk factors such as diabetes, high cholesterol, um, kidney disease, um, hypertension, and they have all of these risk factors that would lead them to actually having a heart attack. So it's sort of like the goal of the class to make sure that they never have to have a heart procedure or, you know, bypass or stent. Yeah, yeah. that is wonderful. That must be really satisfying work. I would imagine that consistency is a big part of the topic, right? Because people know better. They know they shouldn't have a donut, but how do they... How do they get some consistency around their the things that they're learning from you? Yeah, it's it's really hard. Like I actually um, struggled with this myself. You know, um, I used to have this kind of like all or nothing attitude. You know, I, I struggled with weight issues for almost my entire life, and I was on like this major roller coaster. You know, um, if I was um, eating well and 
um, exercising, I would lose weight and I would do great and I would stay on track. Then at times I wouldn't be exercising it as much. And therefore I was just like, oh, well, I guess I don't have to eat right. And I would just like, you know, all bets were off and I would eat whatever I wanted. So I would kind of stay on this, you know, roller coaster um, ride. And uh, that's how a lot of my patients are as well. They get kind of stuck in these roller coasters where they do well and then they fall off and they do well and they fall off. So it's really my mission to help them kind of learn to stay on track. And what I did was I just figured out that I could, um, eat healthy whole foods most of the time, but still enjoy a special treat from time to time, you know, and that's yeah. what really kept me on track. Yeah. So we're really talking about good enough here. And um, it's funny how we make deals with ourselves and we, we break promises and we have this inner dialogue. I, I kind of go into a loop of, well, I just worked out really hard. And so I deserve a treat. And then I go into being mad at myself because I ate too much of that wrong treat. And so exactly. finding the balance, finding that consistency, doing well enough over time, yeah. I think is, is kind of the take home message. Totally. So let's talk about what does well enough mean? I mean, is it perfect? It's not perfect. We've just established that being consistent doesn't mean being perfect. Are there, are there ways to think about it where? It really comes down to trying to eat healthy most of the time. You know, and then have, and then reserving some time for a special treat or a family get together where you can really just enjoy yourself. Yeah. So what I typically try to do is I try to eat healthy um, at least six days a week. You know, okay. so I typically bring my own lunch, I cook my own meals, and I and that you know really keeps me on track. And then maybe once a day, once a week, I'll have something special where I meet a friend for dinner, or I'll make a special dinner for myself. So that really keeps me on track. Um, so that's, that's, well, you know, like 80% of the time. Exactly. 80% yeah. of the yeah. time. And it's, it's actually good for another strategy too. So if for someone who um, is trying to stop eating a food that's not so healthy, such as fast food. So if you eat fast food, let's say three or four times a week, if you want to improve your health, one thing you could do is make a deal with yourself and just say, okay, um, I'm just going to allow myself to have that thing that whatever that fast food thing is one day a week and I commit to the other six to eating healthy so that's kind of a good way to kind of like bring in the healthy foods but still at the same time not completely depriving yourself of what you want so really acknowledging where you are like you have to say I like fat you have to first admit okay I've got a fast food problem so you're really admitting here's where I am today exactly now how can I make a change from there exactly and it's hard for people to go from zero to 100 so just making a small step is is really impactful yeah those tiny steps I think has been exactly. proven to be uh, exactly. more effective over time exactly I always think of it like if you're if you're on a boat and you're looking forward you know like a sailboat which moves kind of slowly and you, it just looks like you're getting nowhere. And exactly. then you look behind and you exactly. see Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You see that water moving really fast and you realize, oh, I have made, I have made changes. Exactly. So um, what other kind of small steps have you seen in your classes that people do? So, you know, what I've found, I've been doing these group classes for almost two years now. What I have found is that what people struggle with the most is nutrition. And so the class is now focused primarily on nutrition. And what I did was I kind of brought my eating style into the class. Um, so 
our class meets once a week and the goal of the class is really to um, incorporate whole foods into your diet most of the time. So we all have that common goal, right? And so most of the time means 80% of the time you will focus on eating healthy whole foods. And then the 20% is when you can have special treats and something that you really want. Yeah. And that MedChef's program really uh, kind of helps people know what, what is a whole foods diet because that's what the meal plans are based on exactly. and the shopping list as well. You're just fine. Exactly. It's perfect. So it's how perfect. do they, do they make that shift to cooking their own food? Is that a, is that a hard transition to make? For some? Um, it can be. Yeah. I mean, we, we go through the whole foods list obviously, and then planning and preparation is a huge part of the class and patients, you know, a lot of patients don't know what to cook. Yeah, they don't know how to cook it, right? They don't yeah. know how to put together recipes, and they're always asking me for ideas and recipes. That's why I think MedChefs is so awesome because it provides people with tons of healthy, you know, flavorful recipes that they can try. Yeah, and, and that's difficult. really what patients yeah. want. They really yeah. want the recipes. Yeah. So, so you're helping them with the recipes and the meal planning, and then. Um, like, let's just take vegetables, for instance. I would imagine you bump into people who don't eat any, or maybe potatoes are their only recipe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for someone that um, is not really eating vegetables, what we have them do is, um, you know, try to, try to just take one step from where they are. It's really about starting from where you are. So if, let's say you only eat one vegetable, one serving of vegetables three times a week right? We might say, well, maybe you can start to incorporate having one vegetable every day, right? And work on that for a few weeks or longer until you master that. And once you've mastered that, then you could say, okay, I'm ready to add in two servings of vegetables a day. So you just kind of start wherever you are and then slowly build momentum over time and then until you get to your ultimate goal. Yeah. So two weeks is what you're the sort of magic time period where yeah. if you can hold consistency for two weeks, yes. you've, you've got it a little more locked in. Exactly. You can be more confident. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, in MedChefs, we're, we're trying to get, you know, five, five, more, five right. or more cups of yeah. vegetables and fruit. And so yeah. it can feel like, um, I would, I, I would say that you don't want to hold that end goal out there and say you're a failure every day. What you want to do is celebrate those small wins. That's exactly right. And actually, I um, when I first um, start talking to my group, we talk about the goal of eating five servings of vegetables a day, but then we put it on the shelf. Yeah, We put it on the shelf. We know that's our ultimate goal, but really the key is focusing on the process goals, the what you're going to be doing every day, and then just focus on that. Don't worry about the ultimate goal because before you know it, after taking all of these small steps, you're going to be like, whoa, I'm now eating all of these vegetables and it is, it is actually who you are. It's become who you are. You are yeah. now a person yeah. who eats five vegetables a day and it just snuck up on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, so that brings me to the point of measuring. I, I think it is really important to measure so that you know. And as you say, there's those long-term measurements, like your doctor's going to be looking you know, through the doctor's portal and um, your doctor's recommendation to use MedChefs. They're going to be looking at your blood panel, your, you know, your lipids, your blood pressure, all those sort of vital signs um, that you were, you're hoping to see the needle come down on cholesterol, your ratios. Um, so, so as you say, I think you put that on the shelf and you're, and you want to see that long-term, that's the goal. 
what are some other um, things that you can measure to or notice along the way? Well, one important thing um, that I stress with patients, obviously, is getting in all the nutrients that they need for you know, their body in terms of brain health, in terms of strong bones, maintaining your muscle mass as you age. You need to get um, those nutrients from whole foods. So one of the things that um, I think is really important is um, tracking your whole foods. And actually in the MedChef's app, there's the NutriTracker, which is amazing for tracking all of these whole foods. Um, with the NutriTracker scoring system, you get points for each healthy nutrition practice. And that way you can track how you're doing every week and you really know exactly how to improve your score. Yeah. And it's, it's the NutriTracker is great for um, when you're off, if you're off plan, like if you're in a restaurant or, exactly. or if you're traveling, um, you can, you can plug in your meals in real time and it'll give you your score uh, ongoing. So uh, I think that's a great tool. And then, of course, you're journaling every day at the end of the day. That's really important. That's yeah. going to give you your, your positive uh, score as well. Um, but there's other things that you can track. I, I think like how many glasses of water. If you currently drink two or three glasses a day, you know, you're trying to work your way up to the eight or nine. Absolutely. Um, that's a big part of, of uh, feeling full and, and, mm -hmm. and what your body needs. Um, what else? Bringing lunch to work. How many days a week do you bring lunch versus going out? Yeah, that's a really common um, action plan that a lot of our patients have in the group is, you know, they're so tempted by going out to lunch with people or eating snacks in the office. So they just bring their own snacks and their own lunch every day. And that's really impactful. Yeah. And then once in a while, let's say there's an office party, that cookie's calling to you. Go ahead and eat yes, it. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead and eat it and enjoy it. Don't beat yourself up. Exactly. That's yeah. really important. Yeah. But don't have 10 cookies. One. <laughs> um, and so this notion of, uh, I would imagine that the people coming to your class, there's an accountability there, that they get that ability to share and also to report in how they're doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, the patients, um, are really supportive to each other and they look forward to talking to each other every day and they do give that support and uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so if you're not in such a class, you know, just having a friend that you're doing this with, that yeah. could be good enough. Just report yes. in, just check in daily or every other day and say, how you doing? Yeah. Um, and report your wins, for mm -hmm. sure focus on your wins. Yeah. Okay, so that's our podcast for this half of the consistency topic. Um, and what we got out of it was that we know that uh, consistency means doing well over time. It does not mean you have to be perfect. That 75, 80% consistency is really great. Another way to think about it would be out of the 28 meals and snacks you're going to have a week, try to do 21 great. Um, and really starting with where you are. Recognize honestly where you're starting today and make tiny goals uh, that you can commit to and um, and occasionally being able to enjoy your favorite foods and then just get right back on track. Michelle, anything else? You know, as you said, I think it's really important just to start wherever you are and create a plan and have like, and just take little steps towards your ultimate goal every day and just focus on that. Yeah, great. That's great. Okay, so next time, part two of this consistency topic is uh, going to be on, we're going to talk about some of the common uh, challenges that come up and obstacles that get in the way of your consistency. And Michelle will have 
more strategies uh, for what we can do about it. All right, till next time, thanks.